This is the Simply Love Jesus podcast, where we explore life and faith through the lens of one question, which is, what does it mean to simply love Jesus? My name is Caleb, and wow, I'm so glad that you have found your way to this podcast. I don't know what has led you here, and I don't know what exactly brought you to this specific episode, but I am grateful uh, regardless that you are here. Maybe you've been tuning in for a long time. Maybe you've been following this podcast since day one. (laughs) And if that's the case, I am just like so grateful for you that you have just been connected consistently to all that we have been doing in this podcast. Uh, I just want you to know that, you know, we appreciate you so much. Um, And maybe maybe this is your first time. Maybe this is your first time ever listening to the Simply Love Jesus podcast. And if that's the case, welcome. I'm so glad that you are here. As a ministry, we exist to influence and inspire all people to live a life that starts and revolves around loving Jesus. And we believe that at the core of our ministry are young adults. We believe that young adults are the catalyst for change in the future. And so because we love young adults, uh, the majority of our content is created with young adults in mind, designed to simplify the complicated issues of life and faith. We have many ways that you can be involved with Simply Love Jesus Ministries. We have this podcast, which you are listening to right now. Uh, We also have a YouTube channel, which you can look us up. We have Instagram and TikTok, and we are slowly building an organization and actually bigger than an organization. We're building a community. We are building and cultivating a community and a place where you can connect with other people online, where you can connect with a family and a place where you really believe you are being equipped and empowered to be good news to the world, that you are learning every single day that you connect with our ministry. You are learning how to live the way that Jesus intended for you to live. Is that not exciting? I think it's exciting. I think it should be something that is comforting in a way to know that like there is a a whole organization that really believes in you and your ability to make a difference and to be the change. We want to be able to create something with you. Uh, And so we need your help. We need you to be involved because we are trying to create a community and you can't have a community with just one person. You need people. And so we need you. We would be so encouraged if you would stay plugged into this community. And the best way that you can do that is by engaging. Either if you engage with us on Instagram or TikTok or if you are on our YouTube channel to comment and to engage with us that we can become familiar with you. And maybe you only listen to the podcast. And if that's the case, we would be so encouraged if you would just share this with one person and do your best to stay connected because we want to be invested in your life. We want to stay connected to you. It's a new year 
And with new years come new possibilities and opportunities. And we have such a vision for what we want to accomplish in 2022. We have a goal in mind on how we want to serve you, on how we want to lead you and your friends, where we want you to be at the end of 2022. And if I could summarize it in just a couple of words, it would be spiritual maturity. By the end of 2022, we want to be able to walk alongside you and to help you grow into spiritual adulthood, to mature mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and we want to be able to provide resources and content that will help challenge you and stretch your comfort zones. And as you apply the things that we talk about, I truly believe that at the end of the year, you're going to look back and you're going, wow, I skyrocketed in my faith. I really feel equipped and ready to like pass on what I've learned to other people. I feel ready to make disciples of my own. I feel ready to go and and start being good news to the world. I feel confident about what I'm doing. Like we want you to walk away feeling prepared and ready and mature in your faith. And so how do you grow to be mature? How do you grow as a Christian? How do you grow to the point of spiritual adulthood? Well, this really came from some of my studies, I was I was reading through John, the book of John, or the letter of letter written by John, if we're being specific. Uh, I was reading my Bible, <laughs> and I was reading in John chapter three, and I was reading the conversation with Jesus and Nicodemus. And if you're not familiar with it, Nicodemus was this very, very well known uh, Pharisee. He was a very well known teacher in in Judaism and in the Jewish community in the first century. And he gets to have this conversation with Jesus and he's talking to him about how to enter God's kingdom. And Jesus tells Nicodemus, he says, hey, if you you can't enter God's kingdom unless you are born again. And so Nicodemus is like, born again? Like, how, what? Like, do I, you know, spread the go in the mm, up the mm, that's gonna be awkward (laughs) uh i don't think my mom would agree with that (laughs) and jesus tells him he says no 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 not like physical rebirth hashtag gross jesus didn't really say that i'm paraphrasing um not physical rebirth but spiritual rebirth you must be spiritually born again and as I was reflecting on that conversation, it really did awaken me to something. And I had a bit of a revelation because a lot of my life as, as a former pastor, uh, as a former youth pastor, and, and constantly learning new ways to talk and to teach young adults, teaching high schoolers and middle schoolers and, and preparing Bible lessons and preparing sermons and discipling students and helping them understand how to do ministry and how to do 
and how to read the Bible and all these things that I was attempting to do as a former, when I was a pastor, when I was trying to do these things, um, it was all for the sake of helping them to grow to spiritual maturity. And, you know, a lot of times growing up in church, uh, depending on what kind of church you would go to, um, your the sermon series tend to be almost thematic. Like they, they either, let's say, for example, it's Valentine's Day. So we do a message, you know, something about love and the three different types of Greek words to describe love, agape, phileo, and um, and what's the other one? Um, eros. You know, these three different words we use. And so we talk about love or then Christmas comes around. And what what do we talk about Christmas? We talk about the birth of Jesus. I don't know, like whatever. Uh, like Christmas comes around. You talk about birth, you talk about Jesus' birth. And then Easter comes around. And it's how Jesus conquered the death and the grave. And yeah, Jesus' salvation. And then you may have sometimes you you know you throw things off a little bit. You do like a whole series, like I'm you know you walk through a book of the Bible. Uh, you can do all these different series about you know identity in Christ, and you kind of have these things. And it you know, and it made me realize I had this revelation. I was like, why is it that when teaching young adults? Why am I not paralleling the stages of life? If I really want young adults to grow to spiritual maturity, and if I really believe Jesus when he said that when you when you follow him and you choose to be a Christian and to follow God and to receive the gift of salvation that Jesus paid and provided, for us, if doing that means that I have spiritually been born again, why am I not essentially like trying to repeat life? I don't know, like repeat growing up. I don't, I don't know. Like, have you ever been asked? Have you ever been asked uh, by somebody if you could go back in time knowing everything that you know now, would you? You know, like, we we tend to be fascinated with these second chances, like do-overs and all these things. But, like, we, we have the opportunity to do a do-over with Jesus. Because when I believe in Jesus, I'm born again. I'm, I'm a new person. I have a clean slate. But knowing all that I know now, how would I live differently? And so I just kind of sat to myself and I kind of asked myself, um, what, what, do, what do people learn when they grow up? What do, like babies, like what do babies learn? Everyone in different stages of life, they're learning different things. They, you know, they, they, like, I look at, like, little babies. Wah. Wah. <laughs> oh, what, was that? Actually, that was pretty... <laughs> that was actually pretty good, guys. Man. That was good on me. All right. That was a good impression of a baby. But what do babies learn? Like, babies, they, 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 they rely on their parents for everything, right? They're, 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 they can't, they can't eat without their parents. They can't sleep unless their parents tell them to go to sleep. 
they don't know how to fart or whatever like they 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 need their parents assistance they can't survive without their parents and so a baby is learning dependency to be dependent on their mommy and daddy so what does it look like if I'm if I've been born again what does it look like to build dependency on my heavenly father what does it mean for me to learn to be totally dependent on my on my dad on my spiritual father and then like as you grow up right how, what does it mean? Like, what do what do like toddlers learn? Little ones, you know, they're in grade school. What are they learning? They're learning formation, and they're and they're they're taking in everything. Psychology teaches us that they that at that stage of life, kids are moldable and they're trusting, and they take in everything, and they're like it's it's everything's like wet cement. And you get to throw some things down and it dries up and solidifies. Like you're in this formation period. You're you're absorbing, taking things in. What would it look like for us to do that in a stage of life with Jesus? And we're taking in all of these things. And then like then become teenagers who are just turds. Why? <laughs> Why are teenagers turds? Because teenagers question everything. <laughs> teenagers question everything. They're, they're asking questions and they're, and they're ch- rebelling. They're rebelling against their parents. Why? Because they're building an identity of their own. Now they are not being dependent on their parents, but they're learning to build independence. Dependence in themselves as, an, as, as a growing adult. So what would that look like? As a spiritual person, maybe not the rebellion part because that comes from the sinful nature. But what does it look like as you begin to, you've built dependence and you take in everything they say. And then you begin to build your own, you learn for yourself and build your own dependence. And then what happens? They become an adult, a big kid, a big adult person. And what do adult persons do? They, ideally, you know, not everyone, obviously nobody's perfect, uh, myself definitely, but Ideally, as an adult, you are then having kids of your own, and then you are passing on what you have learned to that little nugget. And then as you get an older, old person who talks like this, and I say, you whippersnappers, you get out of my front yard. Like, what is that person doing? They're, they're reflecting on all that they have learned. They've come to this place of, of peace, of, of realization that all that they have done in their life and they've looked back on their legacy and they leave their final words of wisdom and as as they reflect on the almost like the meaning of it all and what would it mean for us to do that with God like I hope you're following me and I hope you like just hearing this you're like yeah Caleb I'm with you let's do this like cool that's what we're doing for a whole year (laughs) uh I don't know what I'm getting myself into because it's going to be so exhausting 
Um, trying to come out with a YouTube video and a podcast every single week for a whole year, not missing a beat, just crushing it. <laughs> it's going to be a crazy, crazy year, but that is what we have in store for you, dear listener. That's what we got in store for you. Technically, I am already a, a week late, but the first stage of life that we're going to be talking about won't take too long um, to cover. So over the next three weeks, we're going to be jumping into that first stage of life. And many of you would think, oh, well, yeah, the, the you know, now we're going to be in the infant state because the kid's been born. Nope. Starting next week, the first stage of life happens before you exit the womb. The first stage of spiritual life is conception. Because we're going to talk about how and helping you understand that before you even had a say in it all, something was already in the works. Before a baby is even born, a baby is being made in a mother's tummy in her belly and why was that even the case well in a in a perfect world in a world without evil that 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 child is being made in the mommy's belly as a result of a husband and wife who came together and loved each other so intimately that they they became one and the result of that oneness produced a seed and that seed be took root and once it took root it began to grow and nurt and develop and became you who then who then was there for 9 months you were you were just sitting there and then entered into the world. So for the next three weeks, we're going to talk about how that is also true for you spiritually, because here's the thing. Being a child of God is a result of something you didn't even do. You, It was out of your control. It was just the result of someone who loves you so much, who had a purpose and a plan and a desire that you would experience life abundantly and experience an eternity of 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 love and and prosperity and an eternity where everything is right and there's no more evil it was a result of love and a father who so desired to produce something beautiful so stay tuned for next week because it's about to go down. It's about to get good. It's about to get real. Really excited. Do us a favor. Uh, if you aren't already subscribed to this podcast, please do so and give us give us a rating so that other people can discover it. Uh, but even more so, we would really be encouraged if you stay conne stayed connected to our community and you stay stayed connected to 
simply love Jesus. We want to walk life with you. We do not want you to just be a number that increases our reputation or whatever. You're not just a sale or a consumer. You matter to us and we want to include you into the family of God and to grow with you. Uh, we want you to be involved in our community. Uh, one of the easiest ways that you can do that is by following us on Instagram um, or TikTok. And, or if you want to go even more personal, you can actually send a text message to 678-831-9067 and text the letter S, the letter, letter L, and the letter J. SLJ stands for Simply Love Jesus. Text that to that phone number because um, we send text messages every single week. And yeah. Thank you guys so much. Really looking forward to when all that we have in store, but for next week. So stay tuned, friends. It's going to be good. Let us know how we can pray for you.